Well, hello and welcome to the Informed Traveler Podcast, a weekly travel podcast where our goal is to help you become a more informed traveler. I'm your host, Randy Sharman. Tis the season for holiday travel, so in a few seconds, travel expert Onanta Forbes will join us to offer up a few holiday travel reminders to help smooth out the process, hopefully. We'll also chat with Tracy Barnhouse from Travel Nevada. She's going to share with us some planning tips to explore Reno, Nevada and the Lake Tahoe Loop, one of the more spectacular driving tours you can do in Nevada. So I'm looking forward to that. And Ken Stewart from Crowfoot Travel Solutions will be along as well to give us a few destination ideas and travel deals with our weekly roundup. But first, let's kick things off chatting with travel expert Ananta Forbes, who joins us each week to discuss some of the travel news and travel trends you can follow her adventures on instagram facebook and x at onanta forbes onantaforbes.com is her website hi onanta hi randy how are you i'm well thank you tis the season tis the season for holiday travel and we should probably tell people that you're going to be traveling over the holidays let's talk about that and then we'll talk about what you need to know to get through (laughs) the airports and things like that so it smooths out your trip right so our christmas journey starts with three days in um san juan puerto rico and which i'm looking so much forward to it's a great destination especially old town And then we are embarking on a Viking Ocean uh, cruise throughout the West Indies, and that's for 10 days. So uh, Santa has been very good to me. I guess you must have been good all year long to get get rewarded that way, right? Yeah, (laughs) we'll go with that. (laughs) Have you cruised on Viking before? Only on Viking River cruises, not on Viking Ocean. So it's a, a big experience for me. It's, um, it, you know, it, it only has like about 940 people. It has like nobody less, you know, no kids or such. It's, it's pretty much an adult, um, sh- like age focus ship. Um, we, within each port, there's a complimentary short excursion included. So we signed up for that because that was go really, really quickly. Um, and then we also have free time to explore on our own. So looking forward to just having that experience of what Viking Ocean is all about. Mm-hmm. Well, we're looking forward to hearing all about it as well. Let's talk about uh, what everybody has to do to get to their destination if they're flying. And that is getting through airport security. Some reminders from CATSA, the Canadian Air Transport Security Authority. Uh, they have their webpage, Rocket Around Security Screening. <laughs> so let's uh, let's remind people if they haven't traveled. This is, uh, you know, a lot of people, this is the only time they travel is uh, usually during the holidays. So some reminders for people uh, to help them get through airport security quicker. Right. And it's, it's going to be a very busy time of year. Um, we are, you know, coming out of COVID. So this year, there's going to be a lot more travel in airports throughout the world. So what CATSA has to say is to not to forget about the liquids, prescriptions, and carry-on bags. So all liquids, aerosols, and gels must be in containers of 100 milliliter or less and fit comfortably in a clear, resealable one-liter bag. Now, um, it's important to note that you it only really is six 100 milliliter um, items that can go in there and in the bag. So if you're like me and you cram it all in through security, they'll stop and make you sort it uh, so that it does fit those requirements. And if you're thinking of bringing some nice 
uh, cheer, like um, some alcohol, or it could be non-alcoholic as well. Uh, make sure that that goes into your check bags because it's definitely too big for carry-on. And it, and um, they've also pointed out that if you're taking things like gravy or cranberry sauce or mashed potatoes, something that you want to have for your festive foods, certain inorganic powders are limited to a combined quantity of 350 milligrams in a carry-on bag. So that's roughly the size of a soda can. And don't wrap your your uh, presents. Like the security people, you know, they have to unwrap it, and they don't want to do that because the presents aren't for them. Mm-hmm. So take your own wrapping paper, and then when you uh, get through security, wrap it yourself. And just keep in mind, though, they have to remain unwrapped if you're going through a connection. Yeah, that's just, you know basic rule of thumb. Don't wrap them <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to your destination. So right. uh, that'll save you a, a big headache. Also, uh, and I see this all the time: people are carrying a you know a coffee or something like that, going through security, and they have to dump it because they forget. Oh yeah, you can't take those through, or a bottle of water, or yes. if you happen to have a little pocket knife on your keychain and your mm-hmm. car keys, they will take that away as well. So just just some little reminders, and if people can go on the cats website website if they're not making notes google katza it'll come up so but in now our two major airlines in canada have also come up with some holiday tips it's you know like uh it's one thing to get through security you also have to uh get on that plane after security they so air canada and uh, westjet both come up with some tips uh, anything that uh, that strikes you that uh, people should re- be reminded of no matter what airline that you travel on make sure you download their uh, free mobile apps um, from Apple Store or Google Play, because that will allow you to check in, download your digital uh, boarding passes, um, you know, sign up for flight status. So in case your your plane is delayed or the boarding gate changes, it will identify or notify you as well. And a lot of our, our travelers are more mature travelers, so they may need to just look at you know how long it takes to get from departure gates. Um, and connecting um, gates as well. So think about that as well as you can also now receive, I think we talked about it last week, tracking updates for your checked baggage mm-hmm. for on flights and carousel pickup information. So um, lots of information that you can get on both airlines' website. The biggest one I want to share with you is make sure you have all the required travel documents for your destination. And your ID must match the name on the ticket. So that, that you don't want to be that, that person that's um, at the gate and you can't get on the plane. Exactly. Especially over the holidays. That would really spoil your uh, holiday season. And I think my biggest thing is give yourself lots of time. If you think it's going to take two hours, give yourself three hours because (laughs) there's nothing worse than having something delay you and then now you're rushing. It's a lot easier just to get there and then get through security, get to your gate, make sure you know where you're going, and then go just have a coffee and relax. That's it. That's it. Exactly. Um, and it's in, like last year, we did definitely experience some delays due to weather, and that caused a lot of angst for our travelers. So WestJet um, has specifically identified that. And now with the um, takeover and merger with Sunwing, they're working closely with Sunwing Airlines to bolster flying capacity through the winter uh, peak time. So 
They're also leveraging aircraft from the former ultra low carrier that they have under their umbrella swoop mm -hmm. in aid to, um, you know, if there's a flight di disruption. So it, it's part of the recovery across all of its networks. So again, lots of self-serve and communication enhancements um, for crew and guests to be connected. So in case of a, a travel disruption, so um, technology is could be your, your best friend. It could be, yes. <laughs> technology is great when it works, as I always say. And uh, here's keeping our fingers crossed. There's no major snowstorms to, to mess up that technology. So. And uh, yeah, well, I'm going to wish you the best of holidays. I, we will talk to you before Christmas because you will be um, in Tortola. In Tortola. So I'm looking forward to that. And uh, we'll talk to you then. Yes, right. Happy holidays. Until then, until next week. Well, the state of Nevada has a lot of different areas and ideas for you to explore next year, including a drive tour known as the Lake Tahoe Loop. So joining us now to tell us more about it is Tracy Barthouse. She is the Chief Communications Officer with Travel Nevada. The website is TravelNevada.com. Hi, Tracy. Hi, Rudy. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm excited to learn about the Lake Tahoe Loop. I mean, there's there's a million things you can do in Nevada, and we often talk about uh, Las Vegas on our podcast because there's always stuff going on in Las Vegas, but we never talk about Reno and the Lake Tahoe Loop, which is one of the nicer drive vacations from what I understand. It really is. Yes. It's, you know, the the amount of diversity and the experiences and activities you can do along the Lake Tahoe Loop are are really great. There's so many different things to do and different places to visit, but all kind of kind of close together. So it it doesn't require a lot of time on the road, though you can certainly make it a longer road trip if you'd like to. You've laid it out nicely on your website, uh, travelnevada.com. Uh, you, you know, you could start in Reno. I've never been to Reno and, and I've always wanted to go to Reno. And then you could just drive around uh, the loop of Lake Tahoe, see Carson Valley. So, so you've laid it out nicely. Absolutely. Yeah. All the itineraries that you find on our website have been, we've kind of developed them over a number of years. So they're really the best of the best of each road trip. And yeah, starting in Reno, which I'm joining you from Reno today, it's my home. So I'm super excited to talk about talk about Reno and the Lake Tahoe Loop with you. Well, let's start there in Reno. What's new in Reno? Reno is great. You know, it's holiday season. So if anyone listening to this is making plans for next December, we have the Santa Crawl, which I think about 20,000 Santas are going to fill the main corridor of our downtown area. And it's just a, a really fun event to get together and celebrate the holidays. Reno is, a, it's, it's, it's really grown over a number of years, but it has maintained that kind of small town feel. The, the, the motto of Reno is the biggest little city in the world. And it's definitely as it's developed and grown and offered more in terms of restaurants and, and, shopping and all sort of amenities in that regard it also has maintained kind of that charming characteristic of a smaller town yeah and, and i understand there's it's like a smaller version of vegas is that a, a good way of saying it that's a 
fair. That's a fair, um, you know, um, describer of, of Reno. It's, it's a lot closer to outdoor recreation spaces. I mean, Vegas absolutely has amazing outdoor rec as well, but Reno, the mountains are a little bit closer. So you can get to the, up to Lake Tahoe, for example, a little bit quicker. Um, there's a lot of great, um, hiking trails and of course Lake Tahoe with the ski resorts and, um, but yes, Reno, Reno is a, is a fun little town. Um, lots of fun stuff to see and explore up here. And I, that would be a great place to start your Lake Tahoe loop. You can spend a couple nights in Reno and take in all the fun and activities and then start the loop. Tell us more about that now, some of the highlights and the best way to do that. Yeah, absolutely. So you could kind of go about it a couple different ways. I would re- recommend going down south from Reno to our capital city of Carson City. Of course, right now it's decorated for the holidays. It's very a lot of those kind of hallmark movies that you see around this time of year use Carson City as their backdrop. So you get kind of that main road feel, very charming and quaint. Um, and there's a lot of um, great like audio tours you can take of the history. It is the capital of the state. So there's a lot of that that you can find down there. Um, then you can continue on south from there to the Carson Valley area. That is really known for its agriculture. There's a lot of um, wild mustangs in that area. So you can go on a on a tour, a photography tour with a local tour guide to see some of the wild mustangs out in that area. And then looping around to Lake Tahoe, which, of course, is with the ski resorts and all the amazing Amazing things there. I, I would be remiss too, Randy, to not mention Virginia City, which is um, back in the back in the day. It was a boom town full of you know the the silver that was discovered in Virginia City helped to fund the city of San Francisco. So it's very very important in the history of Nevada, and it's maintained kind of that old American West kind of style. You'll find wooden boardwalks and you could do mine tours. You could take a historic train ride up there. There's a lot of great things to do. So when I said diversity at the beginning of our of our chat, there's a lot of just different activities and variety and experiences you can you can enjoy along the Lake Tahoe loop. Mm-hmm. And, and we're not talking about a, a long drive, are we? I'm just looking at, again on your website, travelnevada.com. Reno to Lake Tahoe, 36 to 60 miles. I guess that depends on what part of the lake you're going to stop at. But, yes. but it's it's you can get there in an hour or not even, right? Oh, easily. Yes, yes. I mean, from Reno down to Carson City is about 30, 35 minutes. And then Carson Valley is maybe another 15 then, you know, up to the lake, it's another maybe 20, 25. So it's, they're very short little trips you can take that don't, like I said, don't require you to be on the road for too, too terribly long, unless of course you wanted to, and maybe tack on a couple of our other road trips onto your, your Lake Tahoe loop um, experience. So now where would you suggest to stay, to stop and, and, you know, spend another night or two and then continue on around until you make your way back to Reno? Yeah, so definitely spend a couple days in Reno. I think for sure there's a lot of great boutique hotels that have opened over the past couple of years. Um, a lot of non-gaming resorts that have opened up in Reno as well, which are kind of different, kind of changing the landscape up here in the hotel world. So I definitely account for a couple days in Reno and then head down to Carson City, maybe spend a day there. Virginia City would probably, I would also... I would also probably recommend a day up in, in Virginia city. There's a lot of haunted hotels up in Virginia city. So if that's something you're into, you know, yeah. And a lot of the hotels up there too have maintained, like I said, just like the city have maintained kind of the old Western kind of look and feel. So you get kind of that, that you're kind of totally immersed in that, experience when you're up there. So that's definitely worth a night. Um, and then Tahoe, you know, a couple days up there is always, always a great time. It's just beautiful and a great kind of relaxing place to, to spend your time. Is there a better time of year 
maybe when there's less traffic or you're not uh, fighting, I don't know, weather conditions or anything like that? Yeah, that's a great question. And, you know, it kind of depends on what you're looking for. So, you know, of course, we have a lot of people who visit in the summer. It's an amazing summer, spring, fall destination because the the ski resorts turn into mountain biking and hiking trails and they really embrace that outdoor rec um, opportunity. But then there's also a lot of people who come down for the winter because the ski resorts are just amazing and the snow is beautiful and the, the skiing down the hills with overlooking the lake is absolutely stunning. So it kind of is a year round destination. The Lake Tahoe Loop is just mm-hmm. based on what you're kind of looking for. Okay. I am looking on your website again, travelnevada.com and there's a little sidebar here, MS Dixie 2 at Emerald Bay. Tell me about that. Yeah, the MS Dixie is a dinner cruise that you can take on the lake. Um, they offer both lunchtime cruises and dinner cruises, and it really gets you out on the water. So you can see the lake, you know, from the middle of, of the, or see the, see the town from the middle of the lake, I should say, and um, really feel totally surrounded by nature. It's a, it's a great little um, activity to do when you're in Lake Tahoe. And like I said, it takes you all, all around the lake so you can get those views from, you know, 360. Let's go back to some of the haunted hotels. Yes. I think that would be really cool. Do you have a couple in mind that come to the top of your head? Absolutely. So the Gold the Gold Hill in Virginia City is is one of the more haunted uh, hotels up in that area. We just launched something called the Paranormal Passport, which encourages people to go to some of these kind of haunted places in the state. And there are quite a few stops in Virginia City. So yeah, if that is something that anybody listening is into, Virginia City is definitely one of those places you must visit. The Gold Hill is is up there. There's also the Washoe Club, which offers tours year-round where you can, you know, maybe find some sort of paranormal experience activity with the <laughs> little radar guns. They really, they really do a great job with, um, you know, the paranormal up in Virginia city. And then uh, Carson city, there's uh, another tour you can take with the, um, the rail tours, like the, the pedal powered rail tours. Yeah. Carson city. Um, like I said, a lot of Nevada, Nevada is about 86% public land. So there's a lot of outdoor wreck, a lot of hiking, a lot of just trail building that have, has occurred over the years. So Carson city is, is certainly one of those that have a lot of that available. And, uh, yeah, the, the powder, pedal powered tours. It's not easy to say, is it? (laughs) Kind of a tongue twister, huh? Yeah, it's one of those tours that you can take in Virginia City to really get out into the nature and it overlooks the city itself. So it's just a beautiful view all around. Mm -hmm. And you do give uh, suggestions on where to stay in all the places. I'm looking at Harvey's Lake Tahoe, uh, Bali's uh, Silver City, White House in Genoa. So there is lots of uh, different types of accommodations that can, you know, appeal to anybody, right? Yeah, there's so much diversity in terms of the accommodations. Yeah, from like bed and breakfasts, breakfasts (laughs) down in Genoa to kind of, like I said, those old Western type hotels, the saloon sort of feel that you can get, but then you also get resorts, which have, you know, the casinos and all the offerings that you would have in, um, in Las Vegas, you can have, you know, the casino, the restaurants, the spas. Um, so really, really a diversity in terms of when you're traveling around this, you can get all sorts of different, um, different experiences along the way. Mm-hmm. Virginia City now it says here party like it's 1859 and it's like yeah, think Disneyland's Frontierland except real that must be a lot of fun. So Virginia City has a lot of amazing events that they have kind of curated over the years and one of those that 
I really enjoy talking is the outhouse races. So back <laughs> back in the day, there was an outlaw of plumbing in the town. And to protest that new law that was passed, the residents of Virginia City all took their outhouses out to the road. And, you know, <laughs> you know, that obviously made a big stir and they changed the law. But now they celebrate kind of that that protest, that uprising with the outhouse races every year. And what it is are people, teams construct their own outhouses, you know, not not functioning outhouses, but their own outhouses. They race it down Main Street to a toilet paper finish line. It's just a super, super fun event and a great kind of representation of kind of the quirky events that the town itself has put together over the years. <laughs> it does. I'm looking at uh, the, one of the photos on your website, and they do have some quite imaginative outhouses in the parade. So, <laughs> oh, it's so fun! It's so so fun. By the way, it takes place October. Well, it did this past year, October seventh and eighth. So it's around the beginning of October each year. I'm assuming. Yes. Yep. Always around October. Yep. <laughs> okay. What are What are some of the things I need to know if I'm going to do this uh, re- the uh, Lake Tahoe Loop? Any kind of insider tips? Yeah, so definitely. I mean, you'll you'll need a car, of course, you know, that's kind of obvious, right? But there are so many places I would say to really look at our website and find, you know, what speaks to you. Like I said, there's so many different ways. If you're into history, there's Carson City with the Railroad Museum and the Nevada History State Museum with all the history of Nevada. You know, you could go to Tahoe and enjoy such a relaxing vacation. There's really, I would say, look at our website and find you know, what is going to make the best trip for you? Because there are so many things that you can do and take you in so many different directions that I would definitely say that there also another insider is that the weather changes pretty often in Northern Nevada. So unpack different, different things for depending on the day and what time of year you would visit. Good stuff. Uh, you can find it, like you said, uh, all kinds of road trips. Uh, this is a particular one, the Lake Tahoe Loop. And you would find your way back to Reno. So if you uh, wanted to start in Reno and then finish up and spend a, a night or two in Reno, you could do that either way, right? Absolutely, yep. It's a great little circle. <laughs> the the uh, website again, TravelNevada.com. Tracy Barthouse is the Chief Communications Officer with Travel Nevada. It's always fun to chat with you, Tracy. Thank you. Same. I love chatting with you. Thank you, Randy. This is the Informed Traveler podcast. I'm Randy Sharman. Just want to remind you of our website, theinformedtraveler.org. That's where you can find our contact page if you have any questions or comments about the podcast. You can also email me with any questions you might have. My email address is randy at theinformedtraveler.org. And if you want to get up-to-date travel info through the week or just see a few amusing travel stories and links, you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash informedtraveler, or you can follow me on X at Informed Traveler. So now, as always, like to end the show with our weekly roundup, and joining us to do that is Ken Stewart from Crowfoot Travel Solutions. Good day, sir. Hello, Randy. Hello, everyone. We talked a lot the last few weeks. If you're a cruiser or want to cruise, start thinking about when and where you want to sail. Uh, wave season is uh, coming and actually starting with some of the suppliers as of this next week. Uh, all the cruise lines have some sort of special offer besides all the ones that they offer during the year. And these ones are usually their best ones because, again, it's a once-a-year deal. Uh, Windstar Cruises, we've talked a couple times, you would pick your perk, choose up to $1,000 on board uh, credit per stateroom, or you can have a run-free night. Uh, you can use that either pre- or post-cruise uh, or choose a free upgrade to their all-inclusive fare for the premium suite guests uh, and again princess again starting for the wave season and uh, doesn't start for a day or two 
but they're releasing their 2025-2026 Caribbean and Panama Canal sailings for bookings. And that sounds like it's a long time away. Uh, but in three weeks, we're going to be into 2024, so we're only a year away. So Yeah, exactly. Uh, Sooner than you think. Exactly. So depending on when you want to go, uh, you can do a partial transit of the locks, uh, go in and out all kind of in the same day. Or, uh, if you want to go all the way through the locks, do one of their repositioning cruises that uh, mm-hmm. happen in the spring and the fall, uh, where the ships relocate, uh, up into the, uh, North here for Alaska, for the Alaska sailings and season. Uh, and here's an idea. If you have the time, uh, do a repositioning cruise from Florida in the spring. Uh, go all the way down through the canal, all the way up the West coast and everything like that. And then, uh, instead of getting off, uh, why don't you just stay on and do Alaska? I do highly recommend a repositioning cruise. They are one of the best cruises. They are. And the prices, like I say, are no different really than all the other cruises based on the same number of days that you're going. So, and it's a great way to see a lot of really cool destinations. Mm-hmm. And the Panama Canal. Like to go right and through Panama really Canal, cool. exactly, exactly. Really cool. yeah. uh, Sky Princess again, same with Princess here. We're going to be sailing from Port Canaveral next year, uh, and uh, we talked uh, about all the things you can do pre and post with the cruise when you fly into Orlando. So again, take some extra days. You got Disney World, Universal Studios, Sea World, Legoland. Kennedy Space Center, some mm-hmm. beach days, golf days, uh, day tours to swim with the manatees, maybe an airport ride like you're looking forward to one of these times in the Everglades and much, much more. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Silver Seas Cruises, luxury cruising on the smaller boats. Uh, starting uh, December 18th, uh, new bookings will have offers like $5,000 savings per suite on their door-to-door all-inclusive fares or $2,500 savings per suite on the port-to-port all-inclusive fares. So again, use that free phone call. Don't ever forget about it. It's always a free phone call to check out anything we're talking about. What do you mean by door-to-door and port-to-port? Is that port airfare? To port. Door-to-door is everything, right from the airfare, pick you up at your 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 house, everything like that. Port-to-port is where you're doing the air and pre or post cruises by yourself. Got it. Okay. Makes sense. Hope so. If not, yeah, like I said, does. use that free phone call. Yeah. Call me after. <laughs> Uh, Europe is going strong with all the suppliers. So if you've got a destination or tour in mind, check it out now. They're selling and booking as fast or faster for the spring, summer, and fall in 2024 than the Sun Destinations did for winter this year. Really? <clears throat> Globus Tours, one of our favorite tour companies, has got new offers from $200 to as much as $1,300 per couple on tours over in Europe and North America for bookings made by December 31st, 2023. So keep that in mind. And again, uh, you know, December 31st is going to speak up as quicker than we think. Exactly. Uh, Exotica, another exciting company with over 300 plus possible tours, packages, and ventures to choose from worldwide. Uh, one of the great things with them is you can choose your airfare in advance as part of the trip. So you can get exactly what you want and your accommodations. You can choose whatever you want to suit your budget for the tour, anywhere from a three-star, four-star, or five-star. Uh, a lot of the trips also include some free time and uh, you can have some optional excursions or you could do your own thing and explore. Uh, maybe you even want to just chill at the hotel because it's a really cool hotel and uh, you just want to sit there and relax. So every month they have a tours of the month. This month is Asia. Hmm. Uh, example, Hong Kong and uh, Thai treasures, 12 days all in. And again, like I say, air accommodation transfers, everything like that. forty four ninety nine Canadian per person, which is really wow. Cool. That's pretty good. You're looking at at least a thousand bucks for air alone. At least. If not more. If If not not more. more. Exactly. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, lots of new people joining our free travel club these past weeks, getting all those extra perks and offers. A lot of times these are in addition to the supplier's best offers, like especially with wave sales failing. Sometimes we might have some extra, maybe a shipboard credit or extra value that we can do in there. And you can double dip when you're booking with our office as the official Travel Savers affiliate here in Calgary. And you're also going to receive our uh, regular newsletter with great information, travel ideas, and more. And these offers change every three months. So new ones are coming out January 1st and best of all it's free and if it doesn't work for you you by all means you're not going to hurt our feelings you can unsubscribe at any time Mm -hmm. yeah it never hurts to find out what's out there right exactly it's like coupons and things like that take them if If you don't use a question about anything they can always call you at what number you betcha here in calgary it's 403-241-7140 and if you're out of town call us toll free at 1-877-511-5511 then you can relax. It's all taken care of. Indeed, sir. Have a great week, everyone. And that is our show for this week. If you have comments or questions, we'd love to hear from you. You can let me know by sending me an email at randy at theinformedtraveler.org. If you like what you heard, tell a friend. You can check out our website too, theinformedtraveler.org. In the meantime, thanks for listening. Travel safe and be an informed traveler.